Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Steerite! another segment of inside the park you know it's been a while since i've had an opportunity to speak with you all and we really got a lot to catch up on in a short period of time but you know what we should be really excited about what's going on in baseball right now we're going to bring you up to speed and we're going to bring you a little bit forward so that you all be caught up on what's going on and what has been a pretty exciting baseball season so let's just get started right right now shall we let's look at let's look at the season as it progresses this year so far you know, when we last spoke, I wanted to talk to you all about the Colorado Rockies, and we're going to do a little bit of that uh, during this segment. But I kind of want to get into, we're getting close to the middle of August, the dog days of summer, and now we're moving into September, which is really the, 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 the pennant month of the entire season. You know, we go through the entire time with the first half of the season, and we're watching how teams are progressing. And then we get to the All-Star break, and the All-Star game came down to like a one swing of the bat. And in the American League went in that. Then we run into what we what we know as its own season, which is the trade deadline, which this year was July 31st. We're going to talk a little bit about what went on there. And then we start moving into the second half of the season, the money ball part of the year, if you will, and what these teams are really doing with uh, the remainder of this season and what teams are buyers and what teams are sellers, what teams really are, are surprising everybody. And moving forward, and others that have just been a grave disappointment. So let's get into it, shall we? Now, let's go into the standings real quick. And let's start with the American League, where we see that Boston, Cleveland, and Houston are holding leads right now in their, in their, in their, in their divisions. Houston running away with it, if you will, in the American League West, as they pretty much have been doing all season. 
you know, this team was one that was the talk of the town. We actually did a whole segment on the Houston Astros, and they've just seen to just been the most consistent team, if you will, of the entire American League, standing with 71 wins in a 12-game, a bulging 12-game lead in the American League West. And, you know, just the 12 games behind the, the, the Angels of Anaheim, or should I just call them the Los Angeles uh, uh, uh the Angels of Anaheim, but really we should just call them the uh, the Los Angeles Mike Trouts of Anaheim. That's what we should call them because let's face it, folks, they are everything but Mike Trout. It's Mike Trout and the Angels. They almost sound like a rock uh, group or something like that because this team right now is a one-man show. You know, they're playing decent baseball, if you will, when it comes to the Angels, if you will, because you know they're they're sixty and fifty eight, and we're going to talk a little bit about a lot of these teams this year that are just kind of hovering around five hundred at this time of the year. Who's going to really make the moves, and who's going to really, really uh, just kind of like remain stagnant? That's kind of been the season all year with a handful of teams that we're going to talk about that just kind of like took off and ran with it. But you have a you have the majority of the league that's really just kind of like hovering around 500. It kind of reminds you of a marathon race, you know, which a, which a, a baseball season truly is, where a lot of these teams are kind of just like hanging around, hanging around, hanging around at about the 500 point, and then at some point you're looking right after July that they really start to take off and they start to identify who they really are. And quite frankly, at this time of the year, it hasn't happened as much. But that's kind of what we're seeing right now, especially in the American League. You look at the American League Central, and you have the Cleveland Indians, the last year uh, American League champions at 63 and 52. And lo and behold, right behind them are the Minnesota Twins. The Minnesota Twins. The Minnesota Twins. Yes, that's what I said. The Minnesota Twins at 59 and 57. And when you really kind of look at what's going on in the league, you have a majority of these teams, especially the, the, the log jam that is the wild card. You have all these teams that's hovering right around the 500 mark, just a little bit above, just a little bit below. Have to ask yourself what's really going on with baseball. You know, if you ask me, being an old school, there's there's just so much that is just tied into it and invested into the stats and the sabermetrics that some of the real good ball players, if you will, are just kind of like being left by the wayside. And if you're really doing your eyeball test of scouting just raw talent, then those teams are going to be the ones, I believe, that when we get to late September and start talking about the playoffs, are really going to start making their moves. So we'll see how that pans out with a team that's really tied in the sabermetrics as the Houston Astros really are. Right now, it seems to be working for them during the regular season, but we're going to stay tuned with that as we move on into the season. Moving over into the National League, we've got that old reliable in the National League East, the Washington Nationals, who just seems to be uh, just consistent when it comes to the regular season of just going ahead and taking care of business and just uh, getting into the playoffs, you know, especially since they've had Dusty Baker over there. And then it's like what happens once they get into the playoffs? They just turn into another team. And, oh, by the way, look who's back. You know, we welcome back the Chicago Cubs, but it's taken almost a, a half a year for them to get over their World Series hangover. And right now they're in the virtual tie with their old nemesis, the St. Louis Cardinals in the Central in that division. Even the Chicago Cubs, now as talented as they are and with everything that they have coming back to them, 
uh, for this upcoming season. Still just a, a, a paltry, in my, in my opinion, five games over 500. And then you've got the team that's the talk of the season, the Los Angeles Dodgers. They are running away and they are hiding in the National League West right now. Uh, they are they're 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 just again they're just running away and hiding with it. I think something like twelve, fifteen games, uh, in the lead in the American in National League West, eighty two victories. Which let me kind of give you an idea. They are really going to be challenging hard with some forty six games left in the season. They're going to challenge hard the all time league uh winning record. When you look at the fact that that's one hundred and sixteen games. They have 82 wins right now, 46 games left to play. Let's just keep this in perspective. If the Dodgers just decide to shut it down and play 500 ball, 500 ball in their last 46 games, they would get 105 wins, okay? They would have 105 wins, probably the best record in baseball, okay? They got the best record now, and then everything is going to go through L.A. So if they can't get into the World Series this year, there's something really categorically wrong with that team, especially with the move that they made at the trade trade deadline. Like I said before, I got to bring you guys up to speed on a few things. The Los Angeles Dodgers chose, you know, with the rich get richer this year, and they picked up Hugh Darvish, uh, the ace of the of the Rangers for so many years. Okay, they picked up Hugh Darvish to add to that pitching rotation. So now, even though they lost Zach Greinke last year to the the, the Diamondbacks. They go pick up a talent like you, Darvish, and they've got an 82. They got 82 victories already. A load of talent on that team. Um, it's 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 time for the Dodgers. You've got Clayton Kershaw, uh, Mr. Cy Young himself. He's been battling some injuries, but look, when you've got the lead uh, that they have in the West, you know they're they're a shoe in. You know, for the playoffs, you don't have to rush Kershaw back. You want him to be rested and ready to go come playoff time. Him and Darvish, they are going to be a very formidable opponent for anybody this year. But I want to get back to uh, what we were talking about this year for baseball. Parity or parity? Okay, now let me explain that. When we're talking parity, I'm talking about a lot of these teams all kind of looking alike um, and really... You know, that's what it kind of works a little bit in the NFL, but it don't work as much for the NBA. Okay, when you think about the NBA and I'm not I'm not getting away from baseball, baseball fans, just bear with me for a minute. Just indulge me for a minute. But when you look at the NBA, you pretty much know who's going to win before you get to the to the playoff season. You, You know, those teams right when they tip off early in November, you know, that, that th- these are the teams that are going to be contending and playing in the playoffs, you know, for a championship. The rest of the season is just to sell tickets. It's a shame if baseball gets that way, but when you see a lot of these teams, and I know what what the what the what the purists are going to say, well, you got the wild card, anything can happen in a one game playoff, blah 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 blah. But when you start seeing these main these big teams like the Dodgers picking up players like you Darvish, and that sort of thing, and making these blockbuster trades, and you know it's just going to put them right over the top, then those are the kind of things that kind of concern you, especially when you start seeing things like, for an example. You don't you, you you don't see major teams making big pushes because they're so far out of it. You look at a team like the Detroit Tigers, a team that's got a wealth of talent. Your Justin Verlanders, your Miguel Cabreras, and the like. They 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 did move J D Martinez to the Arizona Diamondbacks so that Arizona can basically make a push for the playoffs. 
you know, the, the West, in my, in my opinion, has already won. So that's what Arizona and Colorado are trying to do is get themselves into a playoff position and, 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 and play that any, anything can happen once they get there. However, the concern here is that when you see that these teams aren't really what, what, what these teams aren't really playing at any level, they're playing lukewarm baseball. And so it's like, what do you know what you need when you really aren't making a push? Now, if you're five, six, maybe 10 games over 500 and you know that you just uh, you can find out what you're short at. Right. You can find out what your shortcomings are. But when you're playing basically 500 ball, two games above, two games below, that kind of leaves you in limbo. You know, if you're a GM, it's like, what do I go after? OK, is it as simple as I need an arm for my bullpen or I need a bat? Or I need another left-handed batter. Or I need another defender. Because it's like if you're at 500, it's got to be something every night, and it's got to be just grinding. And when you look at the when you look at the playoff picture, when you look at teams that's in that's in the wild card hunt this year, that's within six games of of first place, it kind of makes you feel like, okay, what's really going on here? What is really going on? I mean, for an example, if you're Pittsburgh and you're 58 and 60. Right, you're seven and a half games out of the final uh, wild card spot. Are you going to really make any sort of investment? Or let's look at the Miami Marlins. You know, you got a guy like John Carlos Stanton who's got 42 home runs already this year, but you're eight and a half games out the wild card spot. All right, are you going to really? What sort of investment are you going to make? Are you going to be a buyer or the seller at the trade deadline? These are the kind of things I'm talking about when I'm talking about parity. That is almost a a. Uh, uh, you know, a, a, a mimic of what is supposed to be a great baseball season. And when you start looking at the teams that in the National League that are really involved in the playoff hunt, Arizona, Colorado, they've made some moves, nice young team. But then you've got a veteran team like the St. Louis Cardinals, who's only four games over 500, four and a half games out, which when you start talking about the, a playoff spot can be, you know, a, a mile away. A mile away. Moreover, you got a greater chance in the, in the, in the American League, which you thought the parity parity question can parity parity question is even more uh, prevalent. Look at the look at the teams right now that are really contending for the wild card. You, the New York Yankees, who is another team that's been a talk of the year, especially with uh, Rookie of the Year candidate and and probably will win it this year. Aaron Judge. You got the Minnesota Twins, the upstart Minnesota Twins, actually in a playoff spot. And the Los Angeles Mike Trouts, they're also in a playoff spot. Okay, but both of those teams, both of those teams are only like a couple of games over 500. What's really going on? What's really going on, baseball? I mean, you want to say that this is exciting. Is it exciting because of the of the playoff format? Or is it exciting because we're watching some really good baseball? I contend to tell you that if you've got a lot of 500 baseball going on, you've got a lot of mediocre baseball going on. And that kind of drives people crazy. And I'm telling you, I see here and I watch a lot of baseball. I can't tell you how many blown saves we've seen, how many uh, teams that be up by five or six runs late in the game, and then it goes into extra innings simply because everything is such a – a stat game that you start asking yourself, are you really watching what a pitcher is doing on the mound? Does he have good stuff? Or are you just saying that, you know, we're just putting guys in based upon numbers? I think it's a little bit of all of that. And no, I'm not a big fan of sabermetrics. I'm not. Stats have been around with baseball since the beginning of time. 
I'm not saying anything about that. But when you're not watching what a player is doing day in, day out, and you keep trotting him out there based upon numbers, but he's simply not performing, you start getting some of the uh, numbers that you start to see here. You've got a wealth of teams that are in the playoff hunt, which I guess if you want to say is going to buy tickets and get people out there to watch the game, fine, go ahead and say that. But the the product on the field, it gets a little bit annoying and a little bit frustrating for your, for the casual fan. You know, it's like, let's watch some good, solid baseball. The Dodgers are playing good, solid baseball. The Astros are playing good, solid baseball. The Nationals are playing good, solid baseball. And the team I really haven't talked a lot about, the Boston Red Sox. Boston Red Sox have done a very nice job in the old school way, if you will, of putting a team together based upon fellows who's done it, fellows who's got talent. You've got, you've got Chris Sale over there, the longtime Chicago White Sox left-hander that is a candidate for the Cy Young this year. Now, they won with Rick Porcello last year. But you've got a nice cast of characters over there in Boston that's going to make some noise in the playoffs. And that's what you really want. Those kind of teams that they're, they're good, but they're sneaky good. You got teams that are dominant as the as the Dodgers are, but you got teams that are sneaky good like the Red Sox. They can beat you in so many different ways. They've got speed, they've got defense, they've got a solid pitching staff. So you want to keep out keep an eye out for that. But the but but we're right into it. We're right into it. Let me show you what I'm talking about when it comes to the saber metrics. It's like you 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 got the you got the feast or the famine. Right now you got the talk of the town with this when you're talking about the Houston Astros and everything that they've tried to do with numbers and so forth and so forth, so far, so on. But then you got the Oakland A's. And the Oakland A's right now, <laughs> the Oakland A's right now, eight and a half games. Mr. The Moneyball team themselves, eight and a half games out the wild card spot. Now you might think with 46 games left to play, you know, they got a chance to make a push. But here's here's the story you don't know. Their record is 51 and 66, and they're dead last in the American League West. This is what I'm talking about. You know, we're talking about parity. That's that's not a good team contending. And I guess you could say that, well, you know, that's that's just to keep the fans going. But you want to watch good baseball, especially this time of the year. This is when baseball becomes fun. So let's just move on a little bit to what's really going on. You, I want to go into what's happening with the Washington Nationals. Another team, 13 and a half games ahead over the Florida Marlins. Uh, we talked about the Marlins again. Another one of those fringe teams that's contending for a playoff spot. But the Washington Nationals had a huge scare, a huge scare earlier this week. Uh, with with Bryce Harper going down with what they thought could have potentially been a season-ending injury. Now, Bryce Harper has truly become the name of the Nationals, just as Mike Trout is for the Angels. I mean, it, it, they, they are almost synonymous. They're, 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 they're hand in hand, okay? So two of the, the, the best young stars in the game, but they had a huge scare with this young man. It turned out to be a bone bruise. He's going to be out for a while, and... Washington, do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. Don't rush it. Don't push it. Okay? You you've got you've got the East wrapped up. Okay. You really don't have any contender over there. You've got it wrapped up. Let this man get his rest. Get yourself ready, prepared for the playoffs. You're not going to have too many more opportunities to keep on um getting into the playoffs and not getting it done. All right. So you need to get it done this year or or close to it. Because clearly there's some dominance in the National League with these teams. You need to have all your guns ablazing. You need to have all your young guns and all your weapons ready to go. 
Give him as much time as he needs. Make sure that he's got time to get ready because he needs to be ready for the playoffs because the Dodgers are coming. Okay. And speaking of the Dodgers, another team, don't rush back Kershaw. I know he's doing some uh, uh, off the mound uh, rehab work. Don't rush him back. Okay. You wouldn't got you Darvish for a reason. You know, you, you, you're running away with the West. You got 82 victories. Uh, going to another sport just to give you a little bit of, of, of room there. Understand that the Golden State Warriors went after the all-time winning record and it didn't give them anything. Okay, not a thing. So don't rush back Kershaw trying to do something that in the long run is become just an irrelevant blip on the screen. Make sure that all your guns is ready to go for this playoff. There are some amazing teams out there. Okay, the playoffs are always, as always, are going to be fun. But I, but it looks this year, it really looks this year like it's just going to be a footnote to what's going to be the inevitable. To me, the inevitable is going to be the uh, Dodgers and the Nationals squaring off. That would be an amazing National League championship series. Okay, that's what I want to see. And quite frankly, when you look over at the American League, you're looking at, uh, you, you've got to say you're looking at Houston and Boston. All right, I know Cleveland came out the blue last year, and I know that um, that Tito is amazing. Frank Francona is an amazing manager, but you just watch how these teams play. They play good, sound, fundamental ball. And Boston, in my opinion, is just the most talented team in the in the American League. I know the Yankees are making a push, and they're coming. They are truly coming. Okay, and by the way, they went went and picked up Sonny Gray at the trade deadline too. So they're going to be exciting, but really it's Aaron Judge that everybody comes to see. This man is the 2017 version of Mickey Mantle, the way he's been launching some of those bombs this year. Clearly a runaway, MV, uh, maybe MVP, but definitely Rookie of the Year candidate. So those are those are the players you want to keep your eye on, keep your eye on for that. But those are the teams that I believe is going to really dominate the postseason this year. And speaking of of rookie of the year. Let's look at let's look at some of these players. You know, we really haven't spent a whole lot of time looking at what we think is going to be at the end of the year, uh some players we're going to look at as 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 players of the year. Now I've already mentioned Aaron Judge and I think again that he is a the runaway uh rookie of the year this year. But what about the rest? Okay, what about the rest of 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 the league? What about the National League? You know, when we look at the National League, who do we look at that uh, is is a potential um, rookie of the year for the National League, and you know we've talked all this time about some some fine players and everything, but but who do we look at in the National League? That that so let's look at a few. Let's look at a few of these young men in the National League that don't get a whole lot of time, or should I say, a whole lot of press. You know, you look at the Colorado Rockies, who we talked about. They got Kyle Freeland. Who was, you know, pitched uh, 27 innings in his five starts and got 16 strikeouts, uh, but he's really been doing a nice job. He's got a 2.93 ERA, and then you also got Antonio uh, Senzatella with the Rockies. He's got a 2.81 ERA right now and over 32 innings. These are two rookies right now that I think that if Colorado fools around and makes the playoffs, you have to look at them, and you have to really consider them as rookie of the year candidates let's move on over to the Cy Young now to me uh, it's 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 really a, a, a no-brainer for me okay I mean I know that Chris Sale is doing his thing 
Chris Sale is doing his thing, but so is Dallas Keuchel with Houston. And to me, it's going to come down to those two. And to me, if 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 Houston finishes with the best record in the National League, and I know those numbers are going to be comparable. When I'm looking at those numbers, they're comparable to each other, and it's going to come right down to wins and losses of both team of both uh, the players as well as as with their teams. But Keuchel is doing work. You know, a lot of folks didn't think that he was going to be able to recapture his Cy Young form, but he's doing it. He he's getting it done and with another team. So let's 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 keep an eye out for for that. I'm 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 going with Keuchel right now. In the National League, oh man. Uh this might sound like bias to me. To, 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 to some folks. But uh, even though Mike Leake is having an amazing season with St. Louis, I'm still looking at Kershaw. I'm still looking at Kershaw, even though he has been hurt. You cannot tell me he's not the most dominant pitcher still in the National League. And, and uh, if he comes back, uh, you, you're going to have to give him some consideration. I think, though, with a 1.35 ERA, that, Leake, that Mike Leake is probably... Uh, the one I, I know some of you out there is talking about well, what about Nova over in Pittsburgh okay uh, what about what about what he's been doing well I don't think Pittsburgh is going to be a playoff uh, uh, contender and I know that uh, people are saying well you know that shouldn't matter that shouldn't matter well I, I think it does matter you know I think it does matter as far as Cy Young how, how dominant are you going to be for a team that's not that's that's not producing and I know that baseball has done some quirky things but in this in this season of what I'm seeing is parody with a D, you know, go with go with the teams that's that these pitchers are actually helping these teams actually win. Let's let's go with that, okay? Let's look at the MVP this year. Okay, Mr. Everything, Mike Trout. Okay, is anybody going to challenge Mike Trout? Well, I'm going to say yeah, and I'm talking about another young man that's really getting it done, and that's Aaron Judge. You can't tell me that Aaron Judge has not been the talk of baseball this year. It has been Aaron Judge and everybody else. He has been a phenom. So I'm until you know, and if, especially if the Yankees fool around and make the playoffs this year. All right, that would be an amazing story. I know Mike Trout has been doing it, and his numbers are always comparable. But sometimes the eyeball test, in my opinion, has got to make a difference. It's got to make a difference. Okay, in the National League, you got you got a pair of nationals right now that's getting it done. Bryce Harper, who I think was going to be hands down. But then his teammate, Ryan Zimmerman, has had an equally as impressive year. So I so to me either one of these two guys if you pick them to be the MVP I wouldn't I wouldn't scream so hard but I think that when you got uh when you've got Bryce Harper being the face right now of the National League I think he's going to have to you you almost are compelled to give him a back to back on that one when it comes to um when it comes to MVP we're running out of time a little bit this folks this 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 segment folks we're going to get back into it a little bit more again a lot of baseball to talk about but I don't want to leave without giving you the grand slam series of the week and this week we've got to go with Cleveland and Boston in the American League simply because let's face it man you've got two uh, first place teams you want to see what they got this is going this is a potential matchup in the playoffs it's good baseball to watch and if you're really concerned about what's going on in the 
wild card. You got the uh, Baltimore Orioles and you have the Seattle Mariners. Unfortunately, you have two teams that's wrapped around 500, as we've been talking about, but they are in the playoff hunt. So if you really want to watch it, as well with a litany of other games, then though all these games really have playoff implications going forward because so many teams are in that parody piece right there that I'm talking about. And then if you really want to see where what happens when you fall out of that, you have your swing in the miss series of the week. You've got a series that several years ago would have been an amazing series to watch. Even four years ago, this would have been one you would want to watch. And now it is, it is, it is amazing how the mighty have fallen. Look at the Giants and the Phillies. Both of these teams are in last place in their respective divisions. You know, the Giants have fallen off of that odd even where they were winning a World Series every odd year. They, it, it's an odd year for them because they're nowhere close now. I think the, the bloom is off the rose for the, for the Giants. And the Phillies need to figure out what they want to do. You know, they need to get younger. They need to do some things with that team. They, you know, they're doing some things, but it, it's just way too late. It's a shame when a team holds on to veterans so long that it just it, it starts to become a mess. We got to keep an eye on baseball, folks, though. You're starting to see the defending champs starting to stretch their legs a little bit, starting to get it together. You're starting to see a couple of teams run away with it. It's going to be a very interesting last uh, 46 to 48 games of baseball. Uh, we're going to bring it back to you again on our next segment. But as for right now, this, that, this is it for Inside the Park. I'm Hank Davis telling you all that that's the ball game and the please drive home safe. Looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch -ch 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.